We were talking about poops. Yeah, oh. it's like a monster dump. <laughs> nice. Did it, did it hurt? Was it hard? No, no, no. It was just a. Uh, it was it was a it was a timed effort. Nice. <laughs> so what you what you're saying is that you need a little more fiber, but not like too much fiber. No, I'm saying you have lactose intolerance. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. intolerance dude thanks did you know that lactose intolerance is actually the norm and that not being lactose intolerant is like the recessive whatever sounds made up okay <laughs> what are you a teacher or I'll something keep, i'll keep telling myself that so i feel better about there not being able go. to digest lactose <laughs> excellent <laughs> the i should when i buy milk for making cereal in the morning or using it in cooking or baking mm. lactate is actually not bad I don't oh know, yeah i don't know why people don't just buy like the lactose free milk and use that it would like yep. make your life better and it tastes just like regular milk it's just mm-hmm. i don't know i, I had a homie who tried yeah i had a homie who was uh like way more lactose intolerant than me so he had lactate and i don't like really just drink milk yeah. um so uh but it was and it's fine like cooking with it too and like it tastes totally fine why don't they just flavors why isn't all milk because uh then the people in texas with giant fucking properties of only cows uh (laughs) will get sad because now they have like six thousand cows that don't do anything (laughs) but lactate is still milk it's milk without the lactose so why don't they just sell all milk without the lactose? What is what is the lactose being in there do for anyone? And so that the non-lactose intolerant people can flex that they have a recessive <laughs> gene and don't have to shit their braids out whenever they eat <laughs> lactose. <laughs> yeah, fuck oh. those people. Yeah. <laughs> but like that should what be I... that should be the special like that should be the special milk selection though. Instead of lactate yeah, oh, being the sure. one you have to reach for. Yeah, like should, normal milk should yeah, be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be like, okay, you want the full <laughs> thing? All right, well, that's it's over in this cooler right here. But then they can market it as premium. Oh, yeah. You, you don't know, want more like, capitalism. Exactly. <laughs> Shit sucks. <laughs> Shit sucks. True. Um, For all of our previous episodes, we have had a uh, document that Zero and I have worked on through the week. Uh, where we list like who you are introductions to to who we're talking to and you know some history some questions we want to ask mm-hmm. um i was out of california this week <laughs> okay. i don't do things when i'm <laughs> supposed to like, yeah, show up on time uh so you i was know pretty what? sure it was going to be a wing it situation <laughs> yeah. hell yeah so we don't have any we don't have any of that prepared, but I figured we we know you pretty well, and this can just be a off yeah, the cuff. Like conversation. we've definitely never talked before, therefore. But like, maybe our listeners don't. So please amazing. tell us who you are. That's a good. That's a good one, Zero. Good job. <laughs> what an amazing segue. Yeah. <laughs> it was very natural. So I appreciate se- it. Yeah, so seamless. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I mean, we have listeners. Dog on the internet. Uh, I play video games. Uh, sometimes I don't play video games. <laughs> I teach during the day. I am internet dog during the night. Like what Batman. are we at? Yeah, what like you, Batman. Like Batman. You're pretty much Batman. What do you What do you teach? Uh, I teach high school music right now uh, we do uh, i teach band and orchestra and uh or not orchestra uh i teach band and uh steel ensemble and choir uh but my degree is k through 12 so i could teach anything that has music in the name from kindergarten up to the end of high school what range uh like have you always <laughs> been high school or uh for professional teaching jobs, yes. Um, when I did my student teaching, I taught 6 to 12. And then um, I did over the summer music things, but and those I did kindergarten and first grade. Um, and, like, low-key, eventually I want to move back to, like, kindergarten and first grade <laughs> because their problems are so petty. <laughs> and, <laughs> they're always really fun because like it's the end of the world if someone steals their pencil but like they're totally fine like falling off the monkey bars and cracking every bone in their body as long as you tell them to get a drink of water and that the uh water fountain's magic and it'll heal them and they're like oh yeah duh <laughs> so they're easier to manipulate you like that well i mean <laughs> manipulation is a strong word let's just say i manipulate them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you know, it's like you get to you get to start. I teaching music in all facets is pretty neat because like it's just different stages of their journey. So like as a kid, you get to like instill the super cool like uh, love for that type of shit, and then hopefully they go on to you know do choir or orchestra or band or you know whatever. Um, and then they get to be like, yo, I like music, but in this different context. And then like in middle school, you get to start them around there. And then in high school, you get to refine that type of stuff and then be like, okay, like now you don't suck at whatever your performing instrument or musical thing is. Uh, and now you can start kind of refining those skills and uh, make better quote unquote music, better being subjective, but you know, more complex stuff is going on. So uh it's a little bit more fun. Like the better you get at your instrument, the more avenues it opens up to what you can do. So, yeah. What in, what instruments do you play? Uh, my primary instrument was French horn, and my secondary instrument was steel pan slash steel drum. Uh, and then, other than that, like I had to take classes on every single instrument. I can play literally whatever a kid brings to me. Um. Because that's what I'm paid to do type deal. Obviously, if they bring me some like non-Western instrument, I'll probably have more of a hard time with it. But all instruments like line up somehow. Like every single place has like a version of a drum. Every single place has a version of a violin. Every single place has a version of a, a piano, like et cetera, et cetera. You just have to figure out the like niche way that it works or whatever. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite artist? Because, uh, like, the reason I ask is uh, uh, one of my favorite artists is Imogen Heap. And, oh, yeah. And one oh, yeah. of the reasons I love her shit is because she literally picks up any instrument. Like, she'll be in a thrift store and she'll just pick mm -hmm. up anything and start playing it, which is kind of what you yeah. just described. Is like, there's 
commonalities across them. She doesn't need to know what it is to know how to play it. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, isn't that how like uh Jacob Collier is as well? Like that's like his shit or whatever. I don't know. No idea. Uh kind of like back like back I, plays with everything. <laughs> hell yeah. I um like I listen to so much stuff that usually I can't pin down specific uh <clears throat> artists. I know my favorite video game composer is Austin Wintery, uh who has done the uh soundtracks for Journey and Abzu, the Banner Saga uh assassin's creed syndicate stuff like that um for film composers i really like john powell uh he did how to train your dragon <laughs> and stuff along <laughs> there uh both of them use the instruments that they use like really well like journey has no brass at all and abzu doesn't have brass at all either um but they use the voices and the strings in a specific way that makes it so uh you don't really need like the impact that brass gives because brass is really just used for impact in um scores uh so or like film scores and stuff um so they can still make impactful music without doing that um i don't know but i i listen to uh about like at least one new album a week during college, I had more time, so I did a new album a day. Um, Where do you so, find a new album a day? Okay, so this is my way that I find music. I go to, like, Spotify or Apple Music or, you know, whatever, and I just type in, like, a noun or, like, an adjective, um, and then I listen to every song with that word in it. And then I, if I really like a song, um, and I'm like, I like this vibe or whatever. I'll favorite the song and then I'll go to like the album that it's from and I'll listen to the entire album. Don't you? So like on the weekends, I would like basically pick like, okay, here's like seven albums for the week. This is what I'm going to listen to. And then like, I'll go listen to, you know, whatever else. But like, I'm at least going to listen to each of these one per day type deal. Do you have a word that you found where it was like, yeah, there's like a million things to listen to thanks to this one word? Watermelon. No joke. <laughs> like, I think that was the one that had like the most variety. Like, oh, go. I got almost every genre with watermelon. It's pretty sick. <laughs> I Don't you have to wade through a whole bunch of shit music when you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but sometimes you find like you know those you know like when a movie or a game is so bad that like you're like this is good <laughs> it sometimes that happens with music i mean sometimes like yeah it's shit but <laughs> pretty cool shit <laughs> <laughs> um what uh you, you mentioned that you're uh you have favorite video game composers and I couldn't name you one mm. video game composer. Had, did your your love of music or your passion of music translate into games or was it two separate passions that have a crossover? Like what how does um, how does Muse get into games? Uh I'd say it's a crossover. Um 
I, as much as I like me, my triple A titles, uh, I really like indie titles and I don't stream enough of them or I have been on a triple A kick and I need to go back to um, some more indie stuff because I have a lot of indie things that I need to get back to. Um, but I find myself like purchasing games because of their aesthetic rather than like anything that I've heard. Like I don't look stuff up about a game. I just go like, this has a really good soundtrack or this has a really good art style or, you know, one or the other. And usually if it has one, it has the other um, in due time, basically. So, uh, I mean, that's how I kind of found Journey. That's how I found uh, Spirit Fair. That's how I found, um, you know, this and that. So it's... I don't know. It's neat to kind of look at that um, and just say, like, I have no idea what this game is to hold, but I know that every piece of music is going to be a banger. Therefore, like, why not go for it? And a lot of the times it's I listen to soundtrack stuff like it comes up on like my recommended music and then I find games because of the soundtrack as well. So sometimes I've listened to the soundtrack before even seeing the game. I think it's cool that you like can name like game composers because like apart from like you know you get you get like disaster piece for example right like yeah you kind of, love disaster piece <laughs> yeah um and i mean like with a name like disaster piece you kind of it, it just sticks with you more than you know yeah a person's first and last name mm-hmm. um so i only could really if someone was to, to say like zero name a video game composer i would literally say disaster piece but yeah, the fact that sure. you can name a couple and probably more, um, like it's just cool that those those people are getting recognized mm-hmm. in that in some capacity, you know? Like, because you don't like you don't really think about it. Like, you think like, oh, this game is good music, but you don't like hear a lot of people digging deeper to find out who did it and what their mm-hmm. what their work consists of. So I just think it's kind of neat that you. Oh do yeah. That. Like, I'm actually really happy that a lot of composers are moving to uh, pushing for um, the game devs to put the specific, like, performers in the end credits. So, like, at a lot of... um, I started seeing it with Austin Wintory because I followed him a lot, uh, where, like, at the end of Abzu, it says, like, music, you know conducted and directed by Austin Wintry with help from Eric Whitaker. Uh, And then it says like first violin and it says the person who played it second violin. It says the person who played it rather than just saying like the Austin Wintry orchestra, you know? Right. And then you have to like, go look for those people on your own. Like they're actually crediting individual music musicians. And I know Darren Korb started with that as well. And he's the person that does like the music for Bastion and Transistor and Pyre and those games. I'm super giant. Um, and it's just cool to see that musicians are kind of getting recognition in that sense <laughs> because they definitely didn't invest and a lot of AAA studios still don't. So at least indie studios are. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they, like indie games, I'm a really big indie game player myself. I feel like they, because they can't lean on we have the giant publisher or all the marketing. Mm-hmm. They they have to find a hook. Mm-hmm. Why would I give this game a shot? Well, it's because like we have legit great music. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we have fantastic art or whatever. They have to give, they have to have something that draws you in so that you can play through their game. For sure. So, like, uh, Gris, or yeah, Gris or is Gris, beautiful. Pronounce it. I think it's Gris yeah, yeah, yeah. technically, which yeah, but it looks weird because it's G R A S. But yeah, that yeah, all the way through that game is oh yeah, art. It's just yeah. you could pause it in any one scene, any one frame, and literally print it out and frame it, and it would look beautiful on a wall. The whole oh, game. Oh, for sure. And it's yeah. all or, hand and, painted. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot of games, the best part I think about gaming for me, soundtrack wise, is like I have like the weird like classically trained knowledge or whatever uh where like i can pick out things like leitmotif which is like my favorite thing in music and that's basically like in media like if you hear a theme and it represents like a person place or thing and that theme comes up uh like that's leitmotif if it happens every single time um so then you get to the point where you can hear it, but that thing or that person place or thing doesn't have to be on screen, but you know, it's like alluding to them type of deal. Um, and like Gris does that great. Uh, Chicory did that amazing. Dude. Um, Chicory was so good. Chicory is so good. <laughs> I still need um, to play it. And you do. <laughs> and like, um, there are tons of composers who like work into leitmotif and literally last night I had somebody hit me up in discord DMS. Uh, that's just like a viewer. And uh, they were like, yo, like <laughs> they literally said like, thank you for like saying the word to what that is. Like just leitmotif because now they're noticing it in a lot of things. And they sent me like this stuff from guild wars uh, soundtracks. Um, and I'm like, hell yeah. Like that's the best part is when like, you start noticing like the little things, you know, it's neat. Have so music and games are a crossover of passions for you. That means that games existed on its own as yeah, well. For sure. Like, yeah. How did, how did news get into games? Uh, my mom's a badass. That's how, um, Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> my mom basically at a super young age, uh, she liked to play like uh 2d fighters uh like mortal Kombat and uh like legend of zelda stuff like that um and from like a super young age uh she was just like hey um like i'll i'll help you she helped me through dungeons and like a link to the past uh if i got stuck or um we'd play like super mario world together or uh literally mortal Kombat when i was probably way too young to play mortal Kombat, and it was like the old game where like instead of like just a wall at the end it was like the spikes where you could yeet people into them and blood goes everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like yeah this is fine <laughs> um so uh and i think that's probably why i stay like around like the nintendo consoles and then indie um but that's why like i started branching out with like final fantasy because she got me into that as well. Um, and then that kind of had me branch out to more consoles. And then I was like, oh, PC gaming kind of, uh, kind of neat. And then, you know, went from there or whatever. 
definitely uh, thought you were going to say piece of game is kind of shit. And I was like, shit. there's an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, says, says the streamer on yeah. Twitch. Says the streamer yeah. on Twitch. Yikes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was definitely like a lot of her uh, kind of saying, hey, here's this stuff. Um, and I know recently, like now that my sister and I are kind of moved out, uh, she, we, uh, got her like a, like the SNES classic when they were still in production. Um, and she was like jazzed to see that it had like secret of mana on it and stuff. <laughs> Your mom does sound like a badass. Yeah. My mom's a badass. <laughs> shout out to mama Wolfric. Yeah. Shout out to mama Wolfric. Um, how does, so, so gaming has always been a passion that doesn't always mean uh, start throwing that shit up on the internet and playing it for people. Uh, I don't know if I've ever asked you about your your beginnings into Twitch streaming, and I would love to. I would love to hear how you how you got going. Hell yeah! Um, I was I started streaming in college. I want to say like my junior year or like early into my senior year or somewhere over the summer. It was somewhere between there. Uh, and I had two motives. Basically the first was I had like a solid friend group who did play games and a solid friend group who didn't play games. And I wanted some way to like be able to interact with both type deal. Um, mixed with uh like i wanted them to hang out like i knew they would mesh uh and their personalities line up and everything it's just there wasn't really a good way to have that happen <laughs> and then uh i wanted to kind of dive more into like the charity-esque scene i i guess you could call it and Streaming was just a good avenue for that because, like, as much as I super want to set up a nonprofit, I really don't want to file the taxes and everything for that. Um, so streaming is like a super good avenue for that. Uh, and then I started meeting people. Uh, I met someone that was also in the same fraternity as I am through uh, streaming, and I was like, "Whoa, this is kind of neat." Uh, then I started dipping my toes more into the furry fandom side of streaming. Um, and even though I'm not someone to like go talk in people's chats, I'm like professional lurker, man. Uh, I was still able to, you know, kind of find some people that I vibe with and find some people that I click with uh, and grow from there. What? So, yeah. So you you joined you joined streaming specifically so that you could like merge friend groups. Yeah, basically. Like I I didn't have any thought of like I'm going to stream and someone that I don't know will be there because <laughs> I know <laughs> I know that discoverability starting out is like non-existent especially if you don't put yourself out there. And like I wasn't in people's discords. I I wasn't like plugging my streams. I wasn't throwing shit up on Twitter. I wasn't you know, doing X, Y, Z, I was just like, I'm going to stream and like, I'll poke my homies, um, and be like, yo, if you want to chat, you know, I have these people on stream, uh, that are my friends that I play games with basically. And, uh, 
like if you want you can hang out and chat and we can like all talk together type deal um and that's basically what it was for a while that's why like my first i only have two moderators my first moderator is my college roommate uh and then my second moderator is uh someone that i found through that friend who was uh also in the same fraternity as me like i kind of I didn't steal him from his channel, but like he's, but. <laughs> we're now we're now good friends as well. Um, and uh, the furry stuff kind of came like second. Uh, funny enough. So did you find furry through Twitch in streaming or were you? Uh, always... No, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had. I was talking to a friend uh, who I've known since kindergarten and like literally one day we were just like playing a game together and he's like, dude, I think you're a furry. <laughs> and I was like, no idea what that is. Uh, please elaborate. And uh, he kind of, he, luckily he had the correct idea of furries. He was basically just like, yeah, it's basically someone who, you know, uh, enjoys anthropomorphic animal media and, uh, you know, there's just a following for them and people make their own characters and so on and so forth. And I'm like, yeah, I'd identify with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I will say, so like muse was a concept. Uh, I didn't really like make his ref sheet solid or anything until I wanted stream assets <laughs> And then I was like, fuck, I need a ref sheet. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of where, like, current day Muse was from. I just had to say, okay, this is where I want specific symbols. And I need to keep them here now. Like, I can't be super fluid. Um, and that's a lie, because, like, you can always be fluid with that type of stuff. But, like, then I would have to move all my stream assets and get them all remade and... <laughs> all that stuff that shit costs money if you're not the artist exactly um, i i find it funny that you were just told you're a furry because it's kind of <laughs> it's it's kind of how i was uh told i guess that's i guess that's a label that someone gave me um because mm. i was i was uh always on the periphery um of furry creators specifically on twitch um I was like, I think they're creative and nice. Their chats are fun to sit in and vibe in. And when I when I was like, okay, if I'm going to start streaming, I knew I didn't want to stream as me. I knew mm -hmm. that I wanted some sort of character on screen, furry or not. I wanted it to be a, a representative of me. Fuck putting my face up online and having everything I create tied back to the real me. Cause I, I did want a separation of like, for sure, this is who I am online and this is my professional career. This is who I am professionally. I didn't want mm -hmm. the two to be, to be merged. And I went to juice apps and I was like, I need, I, I need help. And he was like, <laughs> he, he did the exact same thing. So we came up with, with uh, tangerine. I was like, I need a ref. And he was like, dude, are you a furry? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think the art's cool and I think the people are cool. And he was like, dude, that's how it, that, that means you're a furry. He was like, that's oh, literally yeah. all you need. <laughs> he just like told me, I was like, oh yeah, shit. 
Yeah. Okay. Well then, well, then I, I guess. I do fall into this category. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Could you just draw me a ref sheet and shut up, please? <laughs> Give me my furry art. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, hell yeah. I, don't, I don't remember how I found you. I know that I raided yeah. into you. You were playing. I don't know how I found me. <laughs> you were playing. Uh, if I looked through my Steam library, I'd find it. But you were playing a platformer uh, of some kind. So when I was playing the King's Bird. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't remember. Yeah, if I, someone, I vaguely remember this. Did someone say your name? Like, please raid into Muse or not? Or if I just found you in a list, like searching tags, but. That was the first mm-hmm. time I, I hopped in a Muse stream, and you were like, Hell "Yo, yeah. Tangerine, thank you so much for the raid. Have you ever played this? Is sick. <laughs> like, yeah. you should totally play it." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that sounds on bread. <laughs> and then, and now we're friends. So, hey, um, oh yeah. What how, your streaming career started with? I'm just gonna play for friends. How has it evolved when the first person that wasn't in your friend group showed up in chat? Dude, this shit was wild. <laughs> I was like, who are you? <laughs> um <laughs> I'd I'd say uh the priorities have not like changed, but like shifted, I guess. Like I still I don't hit the live button and I'm like I'm I'm not self-conscious about like numbers or uh like revenue or XYZ. Um, it's kind of more just like, Hey, I have this game and streaming makes me more likely to finish a single player game. <laughs> uh, even though I have so many that I haven't finished. Um, but every streamer ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, so I kind of have the mindset of like, I'm going to play this game and if people show up sick, I like interacting with people on stream. Uh, but like if people don't show up, like worst case scenario is I play a baller game and I have a good time, you know, and then, uh, the charity stuff is kind of just the cherry on top type deal where I get to do that same thing, but get money for like a cause that I feel is deserving of said (laughs) funding, you know? Kind of like a callback to our conversation with Dano of just like finding that whole, uh, you know, like, are you streaming, are you streaming games for yourself? Like, are these games that you would play anyway? Or are you trying to, um, you know, like hit an algorithm or, mm-hmm. or, or trying to, you know, capitalize on what is trending at the time sort of thing. But I think oh, that's, yeah. uh, I think that's something that the, like all three of us can kind of like attest to of just like, we play what we want because we want to play it, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I play things on release that I know, like you could literally go anywhere else, but it's yeah. like, I, I want to play this game and, uh, you know, but your, mo- if you your wanna... motivation isn't, is never like, <laughs> this will be good for the stream. Like, oh yeah. It's never like, solely, whoa, you know? this game is bumping. Therefore I'm going to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You very quickly, when you have people that show up in your stream that aren't your friends, become a community manager. It's like you're assigned mm-hmm. a job that you didn't necessarily 
ask for. Yeah. How's that? Uh, how's managing a community been for you? I think at first I was. Uh, at first I brought my teacher mentality to it and I've kind of learned to split the two. And that's also where like using Muse as like an, a stream avatar um, has kind of helped because it like separates the, those two things. Yeah. Uh, plus if my students find my stream, then I could be like, that's not me. That's a dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> I have people at work that every time, every time I join a meeting, they're like, yo, Sam, we're looking for your stream and we can't find it. I was like, you're not going to, yeah. you're not going to ever, find you're it. Not gonna ever find it. And it's, <laughs> it's kind of this, it's kind of the same, the same avenue. Like, even if they like, that sounds, that sounds exactly like you. Like, that's not I don't yeah. know what you're talking like, there's about. There's a lot of people that sound alike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely like first went in with a teacher mentality of like, oh, you know, like, um, uh, this is this is a space for, uh, you know, this is a space for everyone, and if somebody's doing something like kind of weird, then maybe I could like help them realize that that's not probably the most appropriate thing to be doing right now. Uh, and now I definitely give less fucks about it um i'm uh i it took me a while to realize that like someone doesn't have to explicitly do something against twitch tos in order to not be in your community type deal like if someone comes in and they're mad just harshing the mellow and you see like everybody in chat stop talking because of it. And it's just like really weird or off putting, or maybe they're saying some stuff that's like definitely borderline. Um, you know, I'll, I'll ask and I'll be like, yo, you know, either stop that specific thing or like, I'm going to yeet you out of the stratosphere. Um, and usually it's yeet you out of the stratosphere. Um, yeah. Which but, one of those, which one of those people you know, actually listen exactly I've like never had one that goes like, oh shit yeah Not oh bad. shit let me stop doing this thing that i do everywhere else <laughs> exactly exactly and it's very much it took me a while to realize like my stream doesn't have to be other people's streams uh like i it's it's literally my stream you know <laughs> like uh if if something isn't aligning then like that's so unfortunate but like maybe this isn't the place for you type deal. Um, and that sounds extremely harsh, but I think as streamers, that's kind of a thing that you eventually have to get to or else streams can be unfun for you. And if streams are unfun for you, a, your viewers will notice, but B like why stream at that point, you know, especially if it's for that, not for that revenue, job. baby, <laughs> <laughs> hey. like you have to be comfortable doing the thing. So if right. you're not comfortable doing the thing, then why do the thing <laughs> here's a here's a question that i'm kind of really really curious about the answer from both of you have you ever had to ban someone from your community that a good chunk of your community disagreed with um hmm. i don't think so um 
like there was I remember there was one time during like a Breath of the Wild stream where I was just going for a really long time. Uh, you know, it was whatever. It gets to a point like in the night where, you know, or it gets to a point in any time where it's like that's not your your viewers like peak hour, so it kind of like slows down. Yeah. Um and there were a couple people chatting and uh this one person came in and they were just like the, the vibe was really off and I was like, "Oh, but it's like one of the only people chatting, so I don't want to like it does give me sauna interaction." But like after a while, I just I just got rid of him. And then, like, eight people came out of the woodwork and were like, dude, that guy was weird. <laughs> like, thanks for getting rid of him. <laughs> it's usually like that. I don't yeah. think I really ever experienced, like, well, you banned this person? That's, like, that's awful. Yeah, I feel you like know? every time that it's it's happened, it's, it's kind of been like, God, like, I wanted to say something, but I, I just didn't because yeah. I didn't know what to say. But, like, thank you for doing that. Or, like... Or like, yeah. oh yeah, I was waiting to see how long you were gonna let them like kind of, you know, uh, like dangle the carrot, so to speak, and then yeah. like, and then ban them. Well, I think uh, especially if our communities like that type of sarcasm is like there, it's like, wow, I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I mean, like, like we have a fair amount of crossover too. Yeah. Um. So I don't, that's that's the thing too is that like you're kind of at, it's almost like you're asking like the same person that question. Like I feel like if. Muse and I are pretty, like, of the same mindset when it comes to, like, the way we ban people or the people we do ban. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I, I can't, I don't think anyone's ever come up to me and, like, why did you ban this person? There's been uh, one thing, there's been one time where I banned someone and then someone else, like, messaged me on uh tw on twitch and they were like hey you banned my friend why'd you ban my friend and i was like your friend literally like said a slur in my chat and then they like immediately called me a slur <laughs> and I, was like, I remember that i was like okay also bye <laughs> like <laughs> unfortunate for you question mark yeah and now it's even heightened with um the ban appeals i think they're so funny <laughs> And people are like, what did I do wrong? And then I like look on their profile and it's like they literally came in and like weirdly uh like said very not good things and I'm like, uh okay, for, like <laughs> unfortunate for you, goodbye. But again <laughs> Sometimes for it's like weird because like it's not what they said, it's the how abrupt they said it. If we're oh, friends yeah. and you made that same joke, I know how to accept it because I know who you are. But if it's the first thing you tell me in chat, yeah. it's like, what the hell? Who the fuck are you? Get the, get out of here. <laughs> I Like for context, uh, like you guys are, you guys are both like mods in my channel. And when I see like bad appeals get <laughs> corrected, like Tango, like what, what did you, you called someone, well, you're just like, Dill's going to be Dill's or something like that. Like, <laughs> and rejected the ban uh, appeal. I was like, Hell yeah, like total 100% ingredients. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just think that shit's so funny. <laughs> like, but again, same, same vein. Like, I, I totally trust both of you when it comes to, you know, how you handle bands or, or those calls. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it, 
it would be really bizarre for somebody to come up to me, I think, and be like, like, oh, why'd you ban so-and-so? They're a good person. I'm like, well, they probably weren't. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, they, did, they did something. The, yeah. the reason why I ask is because I have had that experience. And I've had that experience mm. in my professional life and on Twitch, where the outward persona doesn't match the, the things I'm hearing in the background. And I know that's that fair. for a fact to leave this simmering possible toxic environment is maybe potentially bad for my community but mostly it's just bad for me i don't have to deal with yeah. this shit so the somewhere along the way there's going to be a big explosion and i do not want to be caught up in it and so i have to make a decision to root a person out and even from mm -hmm. the outside it may look like i'm being harsh usually <laughs> there's like a list of reasons and, there, I, and I think the weird part about it is that because it is your channel, your reason could be literally, I have no reason other than I wanted to. Not that I'm that yeah. kind of like monster, but I don't know. It's weird. It kind of goes back to the whole, like your stream is your stream and you get to build it and craft it and mold it how you want. And if this person isn't a part of that community, then maybe that's okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've definitely had to uh, get rid of, not had to, like I've had the privilege to get rid of somebody <laughs> who was uh, kind of like saying not so good things about a friend behind their back. And I was just conveniently in the know about that. And I was like, I don't like that. Like, I totally value this friend way more than this random person. So preemptive ban type deal you know like i don't yeah. want him to come in to my chat because then it's this weird dichotomy where it's like i know something that you don't and then you kind of have to hold that information while you're streaming and that's way too much mental energy <laughs> that's fair so but like it's weird. put on a face like i'm way too much myself while streaming i don't want to have to put on some sort of like mask and be like everything's fine when i know that it's not like, if things aren't fine, I will explicitly say that things aren't fine. We say as VTubers. <laughs> I don't want to put well, on you know a what mask. I mean. An <laughs> emotional <laughs> mask. <laughs> I think it's interesting, though, because it, it it's like damned if you do and damned if you don't. If you allow that person to continue to be a part of the community, then maybe even outwardly, it looks like everything's fine, but you know it's not. Yeah. And then when you make a decision and kick someone out, then everyone's immediately like, what the fuck's like, my experience was basically like, what the fuck is wrong with Tangerine for being so mean to such a nice person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't, that, that's not, hopefully you trust me enough to know that I'm not just being a dick and yeah. I wouldn't just ban them if I didn't have a reason. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Even even if they don't consider it on that level, but just to have that that thought of like, okay, clearly something happened even just between those two, regardless of what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's a reason behind it. It's not just like Yeah, I don't know. I mean And then people come up to me and like my experience has been they come up to me and they ask for like do you have all the receipts for the re the reasons yeah. you ban this person? And I'm like, 
in order for me to show you all these receipts, I then have to throw other people under the bus. I then have to like yeah. tarnish the the name because I'm never banning someone to to make them look shitty. Like I just don't mm. want you here. Go be other places. That's great, but I don't in my community. I don't want to have to manage this ever looming shitstorm that I know yeah. is happening or going to happen eventually. But you can go be part of other people. That's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'll even say hi to you in other people's stream because I don't have to deal with the shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, and so in order for me to justify the move I made, I then have to throw them under the bus. And that's another thing that I'm kind of just unwilling to do sometimes. It's like, all you have to know is that I made a decision. Mm -hmm. And can we just be okay with that? And if you're not okay with that, then thanks for being a part of my stream and goodbye, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to make everyone happy and you can't. And at some point you have to be okay with like, you didn't think that was justified. Well, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, that's like the really, the really weird part about teaching and streaming is there's such big overlap with like psychological concepts <laughs> and so like that's the thing like if i if i ban someone or if i right now i've been streaming like without a schedule but when i was more on a schedule because the school wasn't destroying me um like if i miss a stream for a certain reason like you'll have you'll have people ask you like oh why weren't you there you know or whatever it's the same way that like if i take a day off the next day or if i'm not at school for some reason the next day my kids will just be like where were you like why weren't you here <laughs> um and it's the same you know thing uh if you remove somebody from your community or whatever uh then you're going to get people asking you why uh if there's someone that's been there for a while you know um and same thing happens with the classroom if a student has to leave for xyz reason uh i'm even if i don't know i'm gonna get people asking me like why why aren't they here <laughs> you know i i have a i have a correlation with my my professional life as well where i had to let go a person who on the outside was only helpful and nice like brought in mm. food and helped all the people around her and <laughs> was super on the surface only helpful and nice but on the back end it was like not following directions completely missing targets uh you know really um hr heavy lift all the time it was like a burden it was a constant like weight to manage this person and mm -hmm. it was not okay for me to have them on my team. Just it wasn't, it was not good. Um, and they, I had to let her, I had to let her go. And the response from the team was basically, what the, like, what the fuck? She's only, not, she brought in cookies last week. It's like, yeah, but like, I'll bring you fucking cookies. Like I'll, like if that, if that's what, it, if that's what I need to do to have this weight off my shoulders, on on the management side i will bring in cookies and we will replace the cookies with me feeling better 
on a daily yeah. basis. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorical cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I think, it's like a hard thing, too, is like, you know, with the way Twitch works is, you know, in some capacity, everyone knows everyone mm. and you spend more time with certain people and you get in those situations where like, yeah, maybe you find you have to ban that person. But then that person is like widely like renowned yeah. mm -hmm. uh, on Twitch. Right. And then like you you're you're the one guy you're the one guy who did the ban and like so now you're clearly the one with the problem but <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah but there's a legitimate reason and instead of throwing the person you banned under the bus you just kind of like i don't know accept it and i think i think that helps when you really don't give a shit about the numbers like if you're sure. if, you know like if you're trying to save face and your idea is like, I want to have a stream where I just get the biggest following. Of course, you're going to like try to appease everyone and and, you know, not not ban the people that don't fit in with your community or whatever, just because you might save face by doing so. But. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's the fortunate thing about not having numbers as your priority. Mm -hmm. is yeah you can kind of get I away think, with that I, I think that's like the hardest part about streaming that i have found is when you talk to the hardest part about streaming isn't like the streaming part it's not the viewers part it's the other streamers part <laughs> um where you can you can pop into someone else's stream and you can talk to like another streamer, but until you talk to them a lot, like you don't know kind of their motives for streaming. And it's difficult because Twitch is a lot of people who just gaming is their hobby. And they're like, I want to share this or I want to, you know, do X, Y, Z with this, but it's, it's overall their hobby. Um, some people make the hobby into a career, but it's still their hobby. And then there's the other group of people that are there for the clout. They're there for the, um, you know, recognition that they hope to get type deal. And I think that's amplified within the furry community just because the furry community already has that type of thing where people seek out the recognition of Mr. Streamer Man or, uh, youtuber people or artists or you know xyz because they create and this fandom is huge in creation of media right so uh it's it's difficult sometimes to see someone and be like oh this i like i really like this person's content i really like this and that and that and me being somebody that's in it as a hobby figuring out that someone else is in it just for the clout or just to, you know, uh, get the following and have those numbers. Obviously I'm put off by that, you know, like I, I don't want to interact with that. Um, and it's weird because there's, there's the people that are just there because they're doing it for fun. And then there's the people that are there because they want that recognition. I've seen, a number of people 
we kind of touched on this in previous episodes, but I've seen a number of people kind of change who they are. Cause I, I may know them behind the scenes, mm-hmm. change who they are, what they find funny, uh, put on a completely fabricated persona for stream because it gets people's reaction. Like yeah. the classic, the classic guys don't like the innocent one is don't call me cute. I'm not cute. Don't yeah. call me cute. Or the, <laughs> or the like, uh, guys, I swear if you give me a thousand more bits, I'm going to cry. I swear to God, if you give oh, yeah. me, don't, don't do this. I'm going to cry. I man do does that like nails on a chalkboard for me. Oh yeah. That's like my biggest pet peeve. The like break, break the streamer narrative or whatever. Oh my God. It's hate that shit. <laughs> like, like I think it's gen- I've been a part of a number of streams where there's a genuine break where mm. like people just got together, decided to be gen to be just nice and threw a bunch of subs or bits at someone and it hit them like they're having a tough week or you know it's they've never had that happen before and so i don't know how to react i've seen some genuine like reactions that are really fun to be a part of those organic yeah those are organic things are like super cool but like there's some people who's like guys like you almost tell that like the, they're not going to make rent this month if they don't if they don't pull at some heartstrings this stream and mm. like we'll just go at it and the furry community is so i don't want to say like i don't know i don't know what the word is manipulation easily manipulative is kind of the thought i'm going with but i think that's like negative mm. but like i think it's easy for them to prey on a community who are just eager to hear their name said by someone they view as popular or to be the person that makes them cry because they're so touched. Like they'll Mm. throw their last $40 at them just because they want to, they want to feel good about helping the people, the person that they, they think is so cool. And I think it's just, yeah, it's because it's because you're not giving your money to, uh, a dude in his mid 20s sitting in the dark with a microphone you're giving the money to this, this is super cute little dog <laughs> like <laughs> it's I, I don't know it's a double-edged sword man it's for sure like really nice to be able to detach your professional self and just your actual uh human identity from your character because sometimes like yeah people make characters that heighten certain aspects of themselves or people make characters uh and it helps them with social anxiety like that's the best part about the furry fandom but like it's it also makes this like split dichotomy of like you know this person as this dog and they're like amazing and they are just the best person in the world but like off a stream they're not that dog and they could be a completely different person and you can't know that until you are somehow in like a voice call with them or doing, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but then you have to and like, sometimes it's jarring. <laughs> yeah. But, but then you've given that, that made up person real money. 
Mm-hmm. Like the, it becomes like a weird transaction where are they paying because they're genuinely entertained? That's the purpose of subs and bits. Like, yeah. dude, I sat in your stream, you know, maybe all week and every stream was like top notch. I had a good laugh. I love the game, whatever. And so here's 10 bucks. Cause like, thank you for the entertainment value. I don't really give a shit what you do with the 10 bucks. I'm I, like, I'm giving you the money for the, the entertainment you provided or have provided. Whereas like sometimes, <laughs> I don't know. It just becomes like an avenue to like throw money at a, at a fake person. Like mm-hmm. I don't enjoy the game you're playing, but I think you have a cute Sona. So here's $20. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, like that's gross. I don't know. Like different, different reasoning. Then I get off stream and now I have all your motherfucking money and I'm going to go do asshole things with it because who I really am in person <laughs> is a, is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely the weirdest part of streaming that I had to kind of, um, understand. And I kind of understand now, like, I think a lot of people think that when, because uh, there there will be a point where streamers network with each other and they start talking to each other more and more uh, in just like a casual format. Like I talked to Zero a crap ton because I we're just homies type deal. Right. Uh, and But it's nice because I can talk about streamer things with other streamer people because it's it's weirdly only things that you will understand once you do it. I think I think also uh sorry to interrupt you muse but like no yeah one of the one of the things is is i want to like clarify is that at least uh, I won't, I'll, I'll speak for myself here is that like i i don't see all like subs uh bit donations uh just straight up donations as like a negative thing like it's definitely appreciated and it's not like you know i think every single one is just trying to kind of do that whole break the streamer narrative thing. But when, as the streamer, you've had those people come into your stream and tell you, I'm not going to give you money because you don't react when I give you money. Like that's when it's like, this is a dance monkey dance sort of thing. Like if you, if you say the thing, I'll give you the money. And like, that's the shit that I'm just like, get a, like, get the fuck out of here with, the, with your donation or your sub or whatever. Like, I don't need your shit. Like, and it's like, that's not it's why really I'm obvious. Here. Yeah, for sure. But like, I, I've literally had it in my chat at some point where somebody said like, yeah, you like, you don't cry. So why would I give you money? And I'm like, I don't see why that's got to be the transaction. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's. It goes back yeah. to the whole, like the purpose of subs and bits is to pay for the entertainment value you are given right yeah and and some and like if you think about it i this is how i think about it in my own brain is that if i spent the last two hours watching a movie i either had to rent the movie for four bucks or five bucks or whatever it is or go to a theater and pay 20 bucks for a ticket or buy it myself for 30 bucks you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. giving someone that streamed for the last five hours a sub it feels like a, a good transaction because I mm-hmm. got X number of hours of entertainment and 
the money is well spent. Mm. I don't know. And that's, that's how I, I view subs and bits and donations. But I think viewing it like, yeah, zero, the dance monkey dance thing. If you're just like, for sure, like using it as a, a, a way to get the streamer to do a thing. It's, I don't know. It just it feels like a different transaction, and I would much right. rather, I would much rather you enjoy the shit I'm creating and enjoy the community that that we're, that's in the chat, and want to be a part of it. So that's why you give me a sub rather than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I can be disingenuous. I can, I can <laughs> say, guys, be right back. You know, turn my BRB screen on and some music and go away for. 15 to 20 minutes and come back and told you I had a glass of water and I I'm ready to continue streaming, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to thank you for what you've given me and I'm going to keep playing my game. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's like, I reaction wise, I don't show like excitement a lot through my voice or whatever um other other emotions for sure but like specifically excitement don't know why my brain just like doesn't wire it the same as a lot of people so like if i'm doing if i'm like soft resetting for a pokemon to be a different color for multiple hours when i get that (laughs) i'm not gonna like freak out pop out of my chair chuck something across the room and like scream i'm gonna be like yo there it is like <laughs> yo, guys, I just did a kickflip. <laughs> yeah like you know what i mean so it's like i am excited and i i do you know tell people you know when there's you know xyz uh bits or donations or whatever that like it's the the way you see my excitement is it it goes back to the stream. Like you see upgraded assets, you see emotes, you see, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. Um, and like, that's wherein my excitement is, but like, I'm just not a excited reactionary person. I'll cry like a little bitch on stream because that hits me. It's just weirdly excitement is w- <laughs> wired completely different in my brain. <laughs> Dude, and that's like-, like the one crux for I- a lot of streamers, especially in the furry community. I can like I can like think back to it. I, I again want to stress that I I don't feel like uh, I don't want to give the in, uh, the impression that I'm not appreciative of of what happens. But like when I first started streaming, you know, and um, the first time you get like whatever you call a big raid, you know, yeah. like yeah, like I I stammered. I was like, whoa, well, there's like a bunch of people here all of a sudden. That's that's crazy. Uh, like, and I think, I think the first time I did actually genuinely have to like, kind of like step away. Cause I was just like overwhelmed and like, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, breathe, go back. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, that was neat. And actually <laughs> Tango, I think you were, I think you were part of that first one. Uh, I think that's actually how we like met. Um, and, uh, who was it? I, it was Tremor that raided me. Ah, yeah, yeah. Really Tremor, early on, Tremor like, listens to me, and that's his first mistake. 
<laughs> I think I think it was even if I recall, I don't remember if it was the first time or the second time. It may have even been a, a double raid. It may have been a raid by Tremor and then very quickly after Vince. Um, um so that that may be a thing, but um so if I am misremembering uh Tremor or Vince <laughs> I, I apologize. Um but yeah, that was forgive you. Yeah, I know, I know. They're never gonna talk to me again. Um and yeah, so I said play. But like but now with uh some of our our friends having uh larger communities and stuff, like I've been raided multiple times by, you know, people with uh like multiple hundreds of, of viewers and it, it it's kinda now like yeah, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> how do you make? How do you? How do you not make it sound like a flex? Yeah, um, <laughs> guys, I'm flexing so hard right now. <laughs> My buddy raided me. Um, but that's what I mean. Is that like maybe the word is desensitized? But like, it's still like it's cool when it happens. But I'm not like, yeah, you know, I'm not brbing. I'm just kind of doing my thing. Like I, I, uh, it's, it's like a yeah. learned composure. Yeah, like it happened. Like, and when you stream for, like, I've been doing this now for almost two full years. Um, and the first year was like a full time job. Like, I was doing it like daily. Mm. Um, you know, you, you get used to that kind of thing. So, like, yeah, it's cool that it happens. Granted, now, uh, the, <laughs> if I got hit by one of those, uh, those big old Dark Souls r- <laughs> runners, no. you know, you know, oh, suddenly you have 12,000 people in your chat. Uh, yeah, that might cause a little something, but I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know for sure. Maybe I'd just be more thrown off by the fact it happened. I think yeah. the, the way that I've approached it is the, is the same way, like those, those raids or, um, people donating large amounts or, or big bit amounts is like, if I change who I am and how I stream, because I, you know, like, holy shit, there's, you know, 400 people in my chat. I better be super yeah. upbeat and super perky, and I better give all the energy and throw, like, that's just not who I am the next time I stream. Exactly. And so, Well, it just looks like I'm putting in more effort because there's more of you, so now I actually care yeah. more. And that's, like, not a good look. <laughs> yeah, and, for sure. And, I, and if people want to throw me a follow, I want them to to follow me because... They got her, they raided in, they watched me for 10 minutes and were like, oh, okay, cool. I vibe with this and give a follow because yeah. I want all of my follows to be like genuine follows. And if I put on a show and especially in the furry community, if I did more cutesy, woo, all that shit, if I leaned heavily into the, the, the cuddly soft side of furry, I feel like I could gain followers pretty quick because people really gravitate towards that. Yeah. But that is not who I am as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not like, so I would like, I could like maybe put on that face for a month and then go guys like this isn't, I can't. (laughs) And then have a, I'd have like 5,000 followers that are all not following me. They're following Mm -hmm. the persona I put on. Exactly. Oh, so I'm not about that. I'm about being genuine. That's one of the things that I'm I've I've said multiple times, but Yeah. Well Tangerine think... isn't not me. Uh I try to be as genuine as possible. There are things that I amp up and you know turn on and turn off because I'm not super social and outgoing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you'll probably get more outgoingness in my stream than you will if we're just chilling on a couch, you know, <laughs> talking. Um, but it's like all elements of tangerine are elements of who I am. I'm not putting on a. Yeah, know. for sure. It's, it's like, this is, this is how I am outside of streams. I'm a little bit more kicked back, but that's because I feed off of the energy of others. So like, I, I should have brought all of my sound effects and my soundboards. <laughs> so I, can, I can amp you up. <laughs> you're, you're it's like, like a vampire. Well, yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> um, I, that's like why I have the energy when I teach. It's because I'm in a room with a lot of people and I can be energized. Even if I like, there's been nights where I haven't slept really well, but I went in and because there's a lot of people, I'm more awake. I'm more energized. Um, the same thing kind of happens with stream. Like I, I, I don't play up myself or anything. If there's more people, it's just like, if there, if there is a little bit more shit bumping, then like that's, I feed off of that. Um, from an energy standpoint. So yeah, like uh, a vampire. Yeah. Like a vampire. I'm a vampire. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so like the first, the first large raid I got, I was doing Pokemon Coliseum and I was like, okay, I know this game. Uh, I want to do a 100% run or whatever, or no, it was XD Gala Darkness. Um, and, uh, you know, m- uh, I was going really late into the night cause I just wanted to make progress and I had the time and I can stream for long periods of time. So, um, both my mods were like, Hey, we're going to go to sleep. And I'm like, that's totally fine. Like it's the nighttime. I assume that it'll be pretty mellow. Um, and like maybe 20 minutes from then uh, is like my first very large raid. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> now one of my mods, anytime I go like really late, they're like, you need to tell me beforehand because I wasn't prepared for that. You weren't prepared for that. <laughs> like, um, But it's like, I, again, I'm not a person to react too much to excitement. So it was, it was basically a lot of the same. And I was basically like, yo, welcome in. Uh, we're playing Pokemon and we're fighting this bitch with a rock that looks like the moon. Um, (laughs) And uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's just whatever. It's just, then I was a little bit more awake because yeah, there was, there's a bit more happening and I kind of have to be like a little bit more um, reactionary or amped or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's so weird to put Cause I feel like not everybody functions that way. I feel like people do have like energy levels that they can just kind of set. There's some people that are so energetic on stream. It boggles my mind. There is no, I wish I had some people's energy, (laughs) (laughs) but like, there's no way that some of those people on stream are that way outside. There's no way for sure. Yeah. It's exhausting to just exist in their stream. I cannot imagine the amount of effort it takes to be that amount of energy and then for five hours or whatever like no (laughs) i would say i'm genuinely scared of people that could be that energetic and then come out of stream and still be like extremely awake and energetic (laughs) 
I'm like, I have no idea where any of this is coming from. <laughs> like, yeah, like, is, I just, is it drugs? I need, I need to like decompress. Like, even if I'm not energized on stream, like, I, I, I go yeah. offline and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> cool. <Yeah. laughs> Here we go. The rest of my day begins. And like, exactly. I'm not, I'm not exactly Mr. Amped. Like, I, I've, been getting a laugh out of you know some of the games i've been playing lately for sure um and also like you know just the chat interactions and stuff but like you mean the one I game mean, you've been playing lately look there's been at two Elden Ring. <laughs> at, at breath of the wild at oh Elden Ring. sorry at breath of the wild and at breath of the wild but a little bit more blood <laughs> <laughs> exactly um but yeah um well, great. No, great. Thanks, guys. Okay, you know what? Just moving on. I'm being personally attacked for Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't have a favorite game, and then we won't let people enjoy things, guys. Okay. <laughs> no. I will let you know it streaming about takes the same energy as teaching. Yeah. Like if you're just wondering how much energy that you expend, it's. It's it is the same performative nature. You're in front of a lot of people. You really don't have any downtime. And you if things go wrong, you have to you have to keep that face. You know what I mean? Of like generally positive. Like you could still be like, oh, this thing went wrong and that bugs me. But like you still I mean, you still need a, a generally positive outlook like, oh, like I'm dropping frames. It's OK. We'll like wait it through or whatever, you know. Have you ever rage quit a stream? No, never. I think that's, I, there's definitely been parts that like, like my internet's butt, you know, <laughs> like I have, there's, there's been some times where my internet was just not doing too hot and I've generally fixed those issues, but sometimes they still have issues because capitalism and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, you know, there's definitely parts where I get discouraged and it sucks to see like, your little bitrate box that's usually green turned to red and you're like, well, um, but, uh, I, I think it's, it's super jarring, especially to like yourself and viewers. If you just rage quit a stream, um, especially if there's no like goodbye, like we're going to go raid to this person. If it's just like, do you yeah. fuck this? And just like exit stream. Because then everyone in your <laughs> chat is like, whoa, this person does that? <laughs> you, <laughs> you know? Okay, have, have either of you been in a stream where that's happened? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> I, so maybe I should define, like, I think the term, I'm just going to define these. Have you, I, rage quitting a stream is... I'm so frustrated with something that's happening. I'm going to click the stop streaming button and walk away. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it can be it, jarring and incomplete. You didn't wrap up uh, the thing you did. And I feel like the other thing that I'm, I'm kind of getting at is I thought I was in the right mood to stream but 40 minutes into this, I'm not. This game is oh, wrong. Just My like mood is wrong. It. This is not This is not going to work out. And if I try to force this over the next planned four hours, mm. no one's going to enjoy this, including me. 
And so to cut I have losses. Definitely done that. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I I think I'm pretty good at saying like I am definitely not feeling it. Therefore, I'm just not going to go live type deal even if I have a schedule set up. Like if it's if I had a rough day at school or whatever and it's just not the vibe uh then yeah i i won't you know go live or whatever one um one stream i was yeah. a part of that uh really like did i respected the shit out of this was uh shia bun started a stream and i don't know what was happening in shia's life but definitely something impacted shia before stream and shia was trying to keep a, a schedule and so Shia went live the same time, every, you know, Shia goes live, came in super high energy. I, I didn't even feel like anything was wrong. Played for maybe like 40 minutes and then mid game looked at the, looked at the camera and said, guys, this isn't, I can't do this. And I'm sorry to cut it, it short, but I can't continue to play this game tonight. I apologize. We're going to go send it over to someone else and I will see you on Friday. And yeah. there was definitely a closing and an ending, but it like shy is not a small streamer. And yeah, the, I, I appreciated the fuck out of it because it like gave me, it's almost like he gave me permission to be not okay to stream. Yeah. That's like super once, respectable. Once you set a schedule, there's kind of like this feeling of like, well, I made a promise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I like you owe it to your community or something. Yeah, they gave yeah, me yeah. subs, and so I must, I must do the thing that they were paying for. And mm-hmm. it was really cool to see, like, no, actually, like, my life is kind of shitty right now, and playing this game is not, is not where I want to be. So I'm gonna go be somewhere else. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of, at least I found it cool, but. Yeah, that I mean, that completely loops back around to the are you streaming for a hobby or are you streaming for clout? Because if you're streaming yeah. for clout, you're going to keep going even if you're not having a good time. Uh, if you're streaming for a hobby, you'll be like, hey, you know, I'm not feeling this. And that's that's super respectable just to be like, I wouldn't consider that like a like a rage quit of a stream or anything. Um, that's just kind of like a hey. Uh, there's life outside of me being a, uh, internet person and, yeah. uh, it's kind of weighing me down and I don't want to show you, uh, a type of person that you didn't sign up to get shown. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, for I, sure. I think we're the, the furry community can become toxic is like, then that can be a fundraising opportunity. Like yeah. people turn on yeah. the, the waterworks like guys like i lost my job and my dog just died and i can't i don't know how i'm gonna make rent and like then like everyone starts feeling bad and throwing money at him i've seen that too i also it's like i don't know it's like announcing on stream that you have a life it's like yeah so does literally everyone in your chat and so Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like a balance here there's it's it's the same again, a lot of parallels. It's the same as like the teacher balance, the teacher balance of like, you have to make like 
emotional connections with your students, but it can't be too much because then it goes into a friendship and that's like weird type deal. I think the same goes for streaming where it's you have to you there is a professional barrier even if you are doing it as a as a hobby or whatever is you you have this stream persona or whatever um which can be more or less yourself and uh you know if you're if you're streaming people are there to see a specific thing a lot of the time or there's there to see you right yeah um but it gets to a point where like you don't want people to come into your chat and trauma dump and they don't want to go to a streamer and have the streamer trauma dump exactly. right um because then it crosses that line that's a little bit thin for streaming but it kind of starts to cross a line where it's like is this is this kind of manipulative or yeah. is this you know I, like what's happening <laughs> I, I think that there's like uh that's kind of like almost situational like if you if i'm sitting in my stream and let's say i notice in my chat like five of my regulars are kind of the only ones that are in the chat interacting and mm. one of them says you know like how's it going zero I am usually pretty okay with being like, you know what, man, it's not great right now. Like there's, mm. you know, like I'm, I'm okay with being open, but I don't need to, at least like live on stream. I don't need to like go into the great details of my life as to why things are bad. Yeah. Um, most people who ask me how it's going and I give that answer to already know the details and they're basically yeah. just checking in on me. For sure. Um, I, yeah, like, I I feel like that's definitely the difference between, like, you know, how's it going, Zero? Oh, well, my dog died and my car broke down and I lost my job. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. pick, pick, your, pick your things. But, yeah, I, um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like splitting hairs at some point, but there's there's like a genuine want to know how you're doing and then there's affecting the end product which is the stream mm -hmm. by just unloading on everyone <laughs> that's viewing too there's like like part yeah, of this part sure. of my streams is me being me like i'm the yeah. host and so sharing some personal details about how i'm feeling doesn't feel like a trauma dump what does is like is the my car broke down and the bill is $247 and I only have $30 in my bank account and I don't know how I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Like then you're, then you're like, I don't know. Yeah. Then, I then, mean, then I, you've now put the penny can out on the street. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's, that's where it starts to feel ick. There's for sure situations where I think it's more, I don't know, socially acceptable and less socially acceptable. Uh, like recently, the Final Fantasy fourteen streamer Zeppla, she she lived she lives in Ukraine. She fled Ukraine. Oh yeah. Um, and so her streams recently were uh, when she was able to, you know, do streams. Uh, her most recent ones, now that she's in a safer location, um, have been like, hey, uh, here's stuff, and like, let me inform you. So they have been like 
heavier, obviously. Um, but like she's addressed it. She's like, I, you know, I know that life is crumbling around me type deal, but the stream is like my place to be happy, play games, like laugh. Um, you know, like I'll update you and I'll keep it real with you. But it's also a place to kind of like escape, check that shit at the door, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like why one of the biggest streamer red flags is like someone comes in your chat and you're like, oh, how you doing? And they're like, not good. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ask why, because you're going to tell me like your dog got hit by four cars and then rose from the dead and then got hit by another car. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like it's the, that that specific aspect of streaming is like super like there is a right and wrong time and it's super hard to know when the right and wrong time is i i have definitely had somebody uh come to my stream like in in year one somebody came into the stream and uh you know hey how's it going and their response was like oh not great my girlfriend broke up with me or whatever i was like oh that sucks and then like they like skip ahead six months later i have not seen this name they come in again and i say how's it going and the response is ah not too bad my girlfriend broke up with me and like I bit my tongue because my brain wanted to say the same one. <laughs> same girlfriend? Yeah. Are we talking? Or, but like, or is this just two girlfriends? Yeah, and, two separate instances. And, yeah, and, <laughs> and then you're like, well, you know what? You know who I need to talk to right now? Wolfcade Zero. I need to, yeah. Yeah. I need to pop into that stream again and mention it. Like, In the I, public chat. Y- yeah, yeah, and I'm <laughs> like, I mean, and and that's the thing. It's like I don't know what to do with this information. Like oh, that that sucks, dude. Uh, f- like work on you. Like I yeah. have no, I have no context as to why she would have done it. But it's a classic. <laughs> how many grandmas do you have? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like and like, <laughs> it happens on both sides. Like there's there's that instance where it's like the streamer red flag, and then it's the opposite i guess the chat red flag where a streamer says like i'm feeling really down but i'm gonna press the go live button and i'm like no like you know that's already kind of pressing me in the wrong direction you know yeah no for sure i agree it's like i my life is full of problems and i'm about to make them yours also here, let's yeah, talk. it's kind of like, it's, it's kinda like the same thing as like work. Like, you know, you, most people, it's like, you know, leave your, I mean, not to sound inhuman, but like, you know, it's like, you know, keep work and life separate or whatever. Yeah. Like, don't bring your home problems to work or, and I, I know that's varying degrees. Like, I, I'm in that situation right now <laughs> um, hmm. where I have to, you know, keep myself in check with a lot of things like that. And uh, that's, uh, it's hard to do and I get it, but at the same time, make the effort. Like I don't, I don't plot like, Oh, I can't wait for someone to go live so I can hop in their chat and talk about shitting my life. <laughs> yeah. It's There's like, I'm sad people... as a human and now I'm going to be sad as an internet dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely people that do that. Yeah. Like I can't wait to hop in their stream and shit on their experience. And tell them all of all of the things that are going wrong with my life. Like yeah. it's always conveniently at the most inopportune time. Like you're having a great time with a game, and someone comes in and they're like, "My cat died." <laughs> I actually have the opposite experience with some of the games I play because I play really story heavy, maybe even heavy topics, 
indie mm. games that sometimes are like real like there's moments where it's yeah. like holy shit something big just happened and someone will come in and be like the celebratory or they'll redeem oh, something yeah. <laughs> that's like, like completely inappropriate. Someone dies on screen and it's like, yo, I just donated 5,000 bits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just got like, the, 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 yeah, like the super amp, like boom, boom, boom. Music's going on. You're watching this person get like stabbed and bleed out. Yeah. <laughs> I've had it happen multiple times. And like oh, each that's... time I'm like... <laughs> Like it depends on kind of who it is. Sometimes, like I know it's just a, like they're 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 trying to josh me. Like they're they know me yeah, personally. Yeah. Are trying to like poke me in the side and give me a laugh. But sometimes oh, yeah. it's like, did you not read literally anything in this room? Did you? Like, did yeah, you yeah. Like where the fuck have you been? Yeah. I mean, it's different if, like, Zero comes in and I've been, like, on the same thing over and over and he, like, resubs or something and his resub message is like, wow, you're so good at games. Yeah. And, like, he's been watching me die for, like, yeah, yeah. three hours. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> someone comes in randomly out of the blue. <laughs> no, I, I think there's those and then there's, like, the really good times for heavy talks where, like, I played through Spirit Fair. That was my game of the year last year. That game is phenomenal. I have not played but it. But it deals it deals with a lot of heavy topics because it's all about death and having and letting people get their closure. And there's a lot of different kinds of death. And a lot of the time you can empathize it with a specific person. So it's really good for if you have experienced that or if you're looking to empathize with people who've experienced that type of loss. Um, and every time, like I've experienced, unfortunately, a lot of death in my life. So I was able to kind of say like, this person reminds me of this specific person in my life. This person reminds me of this specific person. And it was a great time for chat to be like, I also, you know, had a death in my family relating to X, Y, Z, um, or a friend or something. That is a perfect time to talk about that, you know? Yeah. Um, because it's, it's actively happening and it is that cathartic, uh, like, um, empathy that goes around and that's, that's like a feel good thing, but like, yeah, the talk is, it's rough. It's heavy. It's definitely not what a lot of people sign up for when they're like, dang, I'm going to log on to Twitch today. But like, weirdly enough, it feels correct yeah, to talk uh, about it at that uh, point. As opposed to like those those times where you're playing Super Mario Odyssey and you know first time Chad yeah. comes in and says my dad died today like I you should probably go talk to a therapist actually yeah um, yeah I'm not sure why you're on Twitch right now uh, telling a stranger but uh, you know uh, hopefully Mario Odyssey makes you feel better or well, I that's, don't know what however you deal with that but that's honestly how I've started dealing with all of those like the people that start in I try to attempt the trauma dump is like mm. my reaction is usually like well hopefully you find some comfort in whatever game this is Same. and i just like like shut yeah. it down as fast as i possibly can where it's like i want to acknowledge that you said a thing and that it sucks and i know that it sucks but i can't help you and so hopefully the stream yeah. is good for you like now yeah. we're gonna move on like, I, even though i'm a dog on the exactly. internet i'm also human but I'm mm -hmm. not a trained professional <laughs> yeah. human exactly. uh, to deal with these things. Um, also, like, now that's on my brain. Like, 
yeah. thank you for sharing but like, there's so much like uh i, I give know. it the really I, quick like i'm really sorry to hear that hopefully this is a place that can like you can take that off your mind you can take a load off you can at least find temporary solace from the issue yeah. that is plaguing your mind you know i the one thing i'm gonna because we're on the topic i'm gonna point this out i mm. remember being in one of our friends stream who i'll keep nameless and mm -hmm. someone came in and they 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 did the trauma dump and the streamer was much stronger than i am when it comes to that sort of thing i would have done the the kind of shutdown thing mm -hmm. um like first time chatter or whatever but they they listened they heard the person out and like you know they talked through them a bit and they and then that person went quiet but then our friend raided somebody and as soon as they got into that stream they trauma dumped the same thing on them like yeah. they weren't and i'm like why like why do you feel like you need to continue that train and i like i i don't know like more people for me to affect yeah like mm -hmm. you were you were fine you 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 thanked streamer for listening to you and like and just hung out and vibed in a chat for a bit but mm -hmm. because you end up somewhere new you decided no oh, time to start over i guess like yeah more people to tell i don't know or or hey. yeah Here's the question then. Are you or were you in a in a friend circle at some point in your life the person that people always came to to talk to about that stuff? Uh, because like I in college, my college roommate was literally a psychologist. Like actually attaining a psych degree and then preparing for <laughs> going for like a professional psych uh, like masters or whatever he's the perfect person to talk to <laughs> about that type of stuff but people came to me instead you know what i, I mean i um sort of like most like i did have a friend who was studying psychology and and got their degree um but most of the people that came to me with those uh with those comments or, or problems didn't know him Mm. So I I wasn't gonna like redirect, yeah, because um, that that would that would feel weird. But um, I was definitely the person that a lot of my friends would contact to be like, "Hey, are you free? Can we like go for a drive and talk for what yeah. about whatever it was? It didn't have to be like super heavy psychological stuff, but like it, you know, I was definitely like the person who would give a shit and listen." <laughs> I. I was deep in religion through my entire high school, like mm. growing up. And so mm -hmm. it was less like, uh, people. And I was a leader in all of my groups, like mm -hmm. elected to, to leadership consoles and the whole, the whole nine. And so, um, I don't know if it was because people thought, I was the right person to talk to, or I was just the person of authority that they wanted advice from. But it was a lot of like, how would Jesus feel yeah. about this? Or like, <laughs> like, why would God do this? I was not mm -hmm. prepared. I was not equipped to answer those kind of deep, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Yeah, totally fair. <laughs> I, I, I just know, think man. a lot of streamers I've come across are like, happen to be that person. And like as much as streamers are good at the talking part, um, 
like I'm talking your head off right now. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, That's exactly why like, we asked you to come. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like a lot of streamers are also really keen and keen on and good at the listening aspect too. You know. I think I'm kind of a shit listener, like self-diagnosed. I think I'm a, a pretty terrible listener. Are you listening? <laughs> yeah, right now? you say being a podcast person. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, again, that's that's me self-defining what a shit listener is. But there's a lot of things where my partner or a friend will tell me details, and I'll completely throw those details out the window, and I don't mm. remember them. Even if they're like really important because my mind is on something else. Mm-hmm. I find myself hard, like it's hard for me to concentrate on a single thing. That's fair. Not that I don't care about the thing or the details. It's that the one yeah, time like you told me three weeks too. ago. <laughs> yeah. The one, the one time you told me the details three weeks ago, I was in a different mind space. I was thinking about something completely different. So you're going to yeah, have sure, to go sure. over these details again. Mm-hmm. I totally feel that. Dude, Why don't you I'm care? Like... It's like, well, I do, but like, <laughs> I didn't yeah. at the time. So you never yeah. listen to me. <laughs> I do care, but I'm just in a completely different headspace. Yeah, <laughs> I do care. I just don't right now. <laughs> yeah, my mom. I mean, died. I think that's why. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think that's my dog why, got like, hit by four cars. <laughs> listening or like streaming like i'll remember specific things streaming because it's just a different mindset and then it clicks in my head like oh remember these things that you also heard in this mindset they're all gonna rush back to you real fast and then i go out of streaming and i completely forget like almost everything i said on stream (laughs) i have because i'm not in that mindset anymore (laughs) i don't yeah i I don't there's some there's sometimes where like it takes I will remember things, but it takes one key. Someone has to just give me a, a, it's like there's a password and I don't need the full password. You don't need to tell me the full password. You just need to give me a letter or symbol mm-hmm. that's in the password. And then I'll remember the full thing. But if you ask me cold Turkey, like, Hey, remember that thing that I said to you last week in stream? No, no, I don't No, Yeah. <laughs> I, I will not but then someone would be like remember we talked about it like where i have that big exam coming up I'm like oh yeah shit it's on this topic and you studied really like then i'll like all the pieces are there mm. but <laughs> it's like going through the file cabinet and looking through all of the folders without no clue exactly like, it's in here somewhere but could you give me the letter it starts with could we start could we start with that give me yeah. give me a, some leg up it's even better when people come in and they're like oh you remember that thing we talked about i'm like no <laughs> like how thank you for your very descript like <laughs> re- retelling of what we talked about um but conveniently i don't remember that <laughs> like even yesterday i, I think yesterday anything. i did that to tango i was like <laughs> i mean it was just your reaction tango i'm not sure but i was just like i hear we're doing a thing tomorrow and like the way you like respond it was just like uh yeah zero we are doing a thing tomorrow. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Sometimes I'm I like I I have like a really deadpan delivery. It gets mm. me in trouble a lot. But 
I, if I did more acting, I think it would come in really handy. Because I can oh, yeah. deliver lines that make it sound like I'm super pissed off or uninterested. But, like, really, there was a joke there. You're supposed to laugh. And people just <laughs> yeah. don't ever get it. Yeah, it's your fault. You don't get the joke. <laughs> I'm comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, but none of you laughed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> means it's one of those <laughs> just put a thing on your stream deck and it's like one of those like cue audience laughter buttons yeah, I, should, I should do that <laughs> the laugh track no not even the laugh track just the thing that pops up on the screen that's text like laugh now oh yeah laugh now <laughs> applause have applause. it have <laughs> pop down from the from the top of the i'm gonna do it now <laughs> oh yeah oh dude That'd be sick. <laughs> the, the applause sign that's blinking. Yeah. <laughs> the laugh now sign. Uh, um, we've been talking for like an hour and 40 minutes. Hell yeah. So I don't know how long our episodes are. We haven't determined that, but this is about as mm -hmm. long as we've ever recorded. So Bet. What what I, do you want to tell the world, Muse, that you haven't been able to tell us in this this podcast yet? Uh, you should check out uh, the Tangerine Boost on Twitch now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, for Tangerine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think the only thing is, uh, if you want to keep up to date on a super cool charity organization that's also non-official but it's it is official that both tangerine boost and wolfcade zero participate in uh that i've created it's called furs with pride and you can find us on twitter and i need to get better at updating people um but that's kind of what i've started i started doing charity like solo um but then i kind of wanted to make it like bigger and better every single year um, and this is kind of my way of doing that is making a unofficial official team because obviously only Twitch partners can make Twitch teams or whatever. Um, but uh, you should definitely check us out. Our next big event I need to ping uh, people about, but it'll be in uh, June for Pride Month and it'll be for the Trevor Project, which is an amazing organization. I love uh, the so Trevor Project. Hell yeah. So you should definitely uh, pop on over and say hello during those streams and see some familiar faces. Hell yeah. Where where should people go to find you? Uh, Twitch.tv slash MuseWolfric. Uh, Twitter.com uh, slash MuseWolfric. <laughs> Anything.com slash MuseWolfric probably. <laughs> I like how you're so consistent. That's that's anytime anyone asks me what you like about Muse. Yeah, it's the consistency. It's the consistency. Yeah. yeah. If there's one thing that I have, it's uh it's 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 it's, it's, it's consistency, man. I mean <laughs> looks at Muse's stream schedule. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I more often than not, I'm surprised when I see you streaming. Not that, not that like uh, you don't stream, 
Mm. Uh, but like, I have no idea when the fuck you're going to go live ever. And so like, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a nice surprise when I load up Twitch. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> shit. I don't remember that guy. I used to have a schedule, but then I was like, damn, teaching make me tired. <laughs> so then I get home and I'm like, I can't like say yes to specific days. Cause I'm going to get home and be fucking sleepy. When, when you first went, went live most recently, like when you started, I think it was Arceus. Mm. Uh, Bolt messaged me on Telegram. It's like, oh wow, it's so cool to see Muse live again. <laughs> like, <laughs> hell, hell yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> consistency, consistency. That's why. That's why it's the thing I mentioned first. <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, for for hopping on this call, Muse, and joining us. It's been a pleasure, and yeah. I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Thanks for letting me hop on. Huh?